We're back with part three in our look at the MCU's Thor. In our first two segments, we looked at the characters introduced into this film, listened to some music, and even listened to some of the deleted scenes. One of the things I want to look at in this segment is what characters make a return in this movie from previous MCU ones. We're also going to listen to some more music and check out how Thor as a movie actually came to be. So let's have a look at just how this movie came to be. As I stated many times before, Marvel sold off the film rights to many of its characters in the 1990s. It was in 1991 that Sam Raimi, yes, the same one who directed Sony's Spider-Man trilogy and the upcoming Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, wanted to make this film. He met with Stan Lee and then pitched the idea to 20th Century Fox. However, after the success of X-Men in 2000, a plan arose to develop Thor for television, and it was planned for UPN production, who pushed to have Tyler Maine play Thor. In May of 2000, Marvel Studios brought in Artisan Entertainment to help finance the film. However, by June 2004, the film had still not seen the light of day. In December of that same year, Sony Pictures took over the rights, and David S. Goyer was in talks to write and direct the film. In 2005, Goyer was no longer interested, and in April 2006, Mark Protosevich was brought on to write the script, and the project moved to Paramount Pictures, and the movie was announced to be a Marvel Studios production. In August 2007, Marvel signed Matthew Vaughn to direct the film. Vaughn rewrote Protosevich's script to bring the budget of the film down to $150 million, as the original script would have cost $300 million or more to make. After the success of Iron Man in 2008, the plan was to release the film in 2010 after introducing Thor in Iron Man 2. However, when Vaughn's contract expired in 2008, Protosevich was set out to do another draft of the script, and Marvel brought on the film's actual director, Kenneth Branagh. The film finally released on April 17, 2011 in Sydney, Australia, and on May 6, 2011 in North America. The film was a financial success, earning $449.3 million worldwide. Two sequels have since happened, with Thor The Dark World in 2013 and Thor Ragnarok in 2017. The fourth film, Thor Love and Thunder, is set to release this year in July 2022. So from its fledgling start in 1991 until its release 20 years later in 2011, it just goes to show how these films sometimes take forever to get made. But did you know that this was not Thor's first live-action appearance? Can you guess when that was? Before I tell you, let's listen to a piece of music from the soundtrack titled Sons of Odin, right here on The Zero Hour.
That was Sons of Odin, composed by Patrick Doyle for the 2011 Thor film. Now, before we listened to that, I asked if any of you out there knew what was the first live-action appearance of Thor. While Thor had appeared in animated form since the 1960s cartoon in various forms, it was in the TV movie The Incredible Hulk Returns in 1988. The movie was the first of three TV movies based on the 1970s The Incredible Hulk TV show, and in this movie, Thor was chosen as the first Marvel hero to appear. He was portrayed by Eric Allen Kramer. The movie itself is terrible, and I don't recommend watching it. But if you are curious to see the very first live-action version, that's it. Speaking of Thor first appearances, the character first appeared in Marvel Comics' Journey into Mystery number 83 in August 1962. It was shortly after that he was one of the founding members of the Avengers alongside Iron Man, Wasp, Hulk, and Ant-Man. In 1966, Thor made his very first television appearance in the cartoon Thor, part of the Marvel Superheroes Hour. In fact, let's have a listen to that very first appearance right here on The Zero Hour. Cross the rainbow bridge of Asgard, where the booming heavens roar. Now, how awesome was that? Let me guess, to some of you, not very. If you think that was something, just wait until I do my Captain America show. That said, while cheesy, those cartoons were a lot of fun when I was a kid, and it aired a full decade before I was born. You can find these episodes on YouTube, and they are no more than simple comic book panels with some movements. Now, let's check out a bit more music from the soundtrack with Crisis in Asgard, right here on the Zero Hour.
That was Crisis in Asgard, followed up with Lofi from the 2011 Thor soundtrack, composed by Patrick Doyle. Thor is a visually stunning film, especially with respects to Asgard. The design of the sets, the costume designs, and even the visual shots that are created. Critics praised the movie for these very things. But what about the characters? We talked about who was introduced into the MCU in this movie, but who actually makes a return in this film from previous ones? Well, we're going to talk about just that after we listen to this next song from the soundtrack, The Destroyer, right here on The Zero Hour. So who made a return appearance in this film? Well, let's start with the obvious, Agent Phil Coulson. Coulson makes his fourth MCU appearance here. Coulson first appears in Iron Man, then returns again in Iron Man 2, then appears in a Marvel short titled A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to Thor's Hammer, before making his fourth appearance in Thor. Next, we have Nick Fury, the director of S.H.I.E.L.D., who makes his third appearance after appearing in both Iron Man and Iron Man 2. So, what we have 
is a very short list of returning characters. However, there is one character who was introduced in this film that I forgot to mention earlier, Agent Jasper Sitwell. Agent Sitwell goes on to appear in numerous other MCU films before we finally learn he is an agent of Hydra. But this movie is where he makes his first appearance. He is played by the talented Maximilianio Hernandez. Now it's time for one more song from the soundtrack before we end off the show this week. Let's listen to Hammer Found right here on The Zero Hour. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Join me on the next episode of The Zero Hour as we continue our trip through the MCU with our look at the star-spangled Avengers first MCU film, 2011's Captain America, The First Avenger. Also, don't forget to check us out on superlativeradio.com where you can listen to our other great shows, The Country Goldmine and Vinyl on Chrome, both hosted by Dylan Stone and both available like The Zero Hour on your favorite podcast hosting platforms such as Apple, Google, Amazon, Spotify, Spreaker, iHeart, and many more. Also, be sure to check out our merch store on our website's shop tab where you can pick up some great Zero Hour or Superlative Radio merchandise. And remember, if you have any questions or comments, you can always send them along to me at thezerohournb at gmail.com. I'd love to hear what you think of the show, so send an email and let me know. That's the zero hour NB at gmail.com and our website, superlativeradio.com. We'll see you guys all next time for a shield slamming great time right here on the zero hour. <laughs> <laughs>